No need to whine and slimy balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. This is Rebecca Green for the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm going to try really hard not to get too emotional. I know you probably don't mind if I get choked up, but this is my 200th episode. Um, This is a special for you. This is special for me. I cannot believe that this is my 200th episode. This feels really good. Um, You can, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, you can see that I have a huge smile on my face. You can watch this podcast if you didn't know, and you can listen to it in all the places that you listen to podcasts. Um, But I'm guessing most of you are listening because I love to listen to a podcast while I'm driving, while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm folding the laundry, while I'm walking the dog. So hopefully you feel the same way. And hopefully you listen to all of my podcasts every week. Um, I appreciate all of you so much. Otherwise I wouldn't be here at my 200th episode. And if you look back at the 200 episodes, there are amazing women to learn from. I have gotten the absolute pleasure of talking to marriage, family, um, parenting, female experts on so many topics that it is so inspiring to me every week. And what I tell my husband, who um, shout out to my husband, uh, my amazing husband, Seth, whose idea this was. Um, Seth actually has a podcast business. If you want your own podcast, let me know. Um, you can always email me at mom at gmail.com. And you can always send me guest suggestions, topic suggestions. Um, you can tell me you want a podcast and I can hook you up with Seth. But if you see this podcast, Seth bought me, I think this is like the perfect 200th episode present. Um, I did get to use this when I interviewed my fabulous rabbi, but this is my second time using this amazing microphone that Seth bought me. So thank you, honey. I love it. I feel so professional with this gorgeous microphone and hopefully the sound is even better for all of you, but I'm going to jump in. There is no way that I can talk about all of the amazing women that I have spoken to over the last year. No, it hasn't even, it's been I'm trying to think how long 100 episodes took me. I'm going to guess about a year, but um, it was two years 
in October, I believe. And this is coming out in December. So we are past the two-year mark. We are on to 200 episodes. Please, please keep listening and sharing so that I can keep doing this because this is like the best job ever. I love it. And I get to talk to amazing people. And what I find is for myself as a social worker, therapist, mother, wife, I sometimes I know what they're telling me, but the reinforcement is so amazing. So even if you see that the podcast is a topic that you might know a lot about, the reinforcement is always good for us. It always helps us do even better. And I have never walked away from talking to someone without learning something. I learn from all my guests. I grow. Um, This has been like 200 episodes of growth for me. And I think that If my husband and my children were on here with me today, which I probably should have done this when everyone was home so that they could come say hello, but if they were on here with you today, they would probably tell you that I have grown a lot as a person from this podcast. So um, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep providing it. I'm going to keep thanking you for listening. Um, I am not going to cover all the women that I have spoken to in the last hundred episodes, but um, I'm going to talk about some of them. And you can always go back and find their episodes or find other people's episodes that I didn't talk about. But um, I'm going to start with Ryan Mellick. Oh my gosh, there's so many women. I don't even know who to start with. I love that Ryan taught me, reminded me that kids do not have the same skill set as adults. And what I want you to think about is the fact that you struggle. I struggle every day. I struggle to keep myself calm. I struggle to um, keep myself functioning in a wonderful way all day. Sometimes I falter, sometimes I do well. And um, if we're struggling, how do you think our children feel? Because their brain isn't even done developing. So catch your kids a break. And remember that they don't have the same skill sets that we do and that we're still struggling. She talked a lot about the breath work that we can teach our kids. And I love that she talked about journaling, calming music, or movement um, effective to calm agitation. So if you need help with your kids, there is help. You can help them learn skill sets to have a calmer household. I promise you it is out there. Let's jump into Shana James. Shana is my friend. Shana and I were born on the same day in the same year. We grew up together and um, she she now lives on the other side of the country. But every so often we connect because she is a fantastic therapist. And I love that... um, she really gets us talking about sex. And I think sex is a topic that people still feel uncomfortable talking about. And I really, my goal is to get my kids comfortable talking to me about it. I don't know if that's possible because who wants to talk to their parents about sex, but I really want my kids to know that they can talk to me about anything. It's so important. I don't want them to learn about sex from the internet and their friends. I want them to ask their father and I questions. So Shana talked about mature honesty is being open to talk about something, even when you have discomfort around the subject. And I have talked to my husband about this because 
no marriage on this planet is perfect. I don't care if you're having great sex all the time. Um, you should be having sex, by the way, if you're married. And I, we have talked about the fact that it's not an easy thing for a marital couple to talk about. So she really wants us to have the hard conversations and to push ourselves. And I love that she expands our definition of what sex actually is. To her, sex is exploration, play, coming together with a person emotionally, physically, and energetically. Don't limit it. And she wrote a great book called Honest Sex, if you want to go get it from Shana James. So I love Shana. I love all of these women. Let's talk about Julie Emerson. Julie, if you listen to this, you are so brave, my friend. She talks about um, the eating, dis eating disorder struggle that she has had in the past. And, you know, I think that in I think with an eating disorder, um, and Julie, if you listen to this, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but my sense is it's something that you work on every day for the rest of your life. You're never like 100% recovered, like you're, re you're recovering and you're doing better and you're maybe not struggling as much on most days. But um, what I love that Julie talked about was start small. Like start right now and start small, do something small to aid towards your recovery. And she talked a lot about forgiveness. Po focus on your path forward, Julie says. Don't think about all the stuff from the past. Think about what are you gonna do from this day forward? And when you do screw up, it's okay, it's okay. Julie is a wonderful lady who was so brave to come on my podcast and talk about this. And I really, appreciate her and her wisdom and her advice and um, her continued success with this. I had my daughter Lily on my podcast. Lily is 10 years old. She has been asking me to be on my podcast forever. How come you haven't had me on? How come you haven't had me on? Well, I had her on and I can't believe how special it made her feel. And I will do it again because oh, that huge smile that she gave me is worth so much. She just loved it. She said she loved having me ask her about herself. We talked about middle school. We talked about her adjustment to middle school. Um, where we live, I know that this sounds crazy and it absolutely is crazy. Uh, our middle school starts in fifth grade. So Lily is in fifth grade. She's super young. She turned 10 in October. Um, so she's on the younger side for her grade. And I was so nervous about sending my baby to middle school. So nervous. The older two, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous. Max, I kind of kicked to middle school because he was so like past elementary school and he needed a challenge. Um, I knew Ella was ready. And Lily is my baby. And what I learned from talking to her and from observing her this year, she's been in middle school for September, October, November, um, almost three and a half months. I met with her teacher last night. She is doing amazing. She has adjusted to middle school so well. And the lesson that she taught me, that she keeps teaching me, that I want to remind all of you not to ask, don't underestimate your kids. They will rise to the occasion. They will do well, especially if we believe in them. Um, they can do it. 
And I was so nervous. And this whole podcast with Lily, I think most of it was about middle school. And um, she's just adjusting. She's doing well. She's learning more study habits. She's doing homework every day. She's studying for tests. She's made friends. Um, so don't underestimate your kids. Let's move on to the fabulous Lisa Miller. Lisa was um, my older two's teacher um, for ELA in fifth grade. And unfortunately, Lily can't have her because she has unfortunately retired. And um, we were so sad about this, but I am so happy for Lisa in the next phase of her life. And she really gave us advice about helping our kids to be successful in school. And she talks about how we can't assume that our kids know what needs to be done. Like we can't just expect them to start middle school and just fly on their own and know exactly what to do and know the routine and know how to build routines at home. And she, she really encourages us to establish a routine at home. And once you see at school that the kids get into a routine at school and it just kind of runs like a well-oiled machine and the kids just know what to expect, well, it has to kind of be like that at home too. Um, having some sort of routine at home. Where does the Chromebook charge? Where do they do their homework? What homework do they have? Are they bringing their agenda home to check their what their homework is? Are they writing down in their agenda? So she's like, we want to give our kids freedom and independence, but we have to make sure that they know what to do first. And we have to know to ask the questions to get them thinking about whether or not something needs to be done that night. So she gives a lot of advice to help our kids be successful in school. You can go find her podcast. Let's move on to Dana Kay. Dana is a phenomenal lady. Her son was really struggling with ADHD and the amount of research. I mean, she is helping people. She has gone from helping herself to helping others. And I think that what we don't realize is... Um, According to Dana's research and what Dana shared with us, reducing inflammation in the body can be a highly effective treatment for ADHD. Um, begin implementing, begin implementation of removing gluten, dairy, and soy to reduce inflammation. And when she changed her son's diet, his behavior changed for the better. So we don't wanna rule out dietary things with behavior issues. That was a very interesting podcast for me to do. I learned so much from Dana. Um, so, I mean, thank you to all these women for being on. I just love all of these women. And we're gonna talk about Rachel Bailey next. Oh, Rachel, you know, I love you if you hear this. Rachel's podcast, Long Game Parenting, is such a good podcast. Um, I listened to her. I told her she uses the term yuck, like we all get into our yuck place. She says anyone from age two to age 80 knows what the word yuck means. So that's what she uses when we get into that place. And I told Rachel that when I'm feeling yuck, I'm going to turn on her podcast for some inspiration and help. So um, I hope you will turn on Rachel or, or my podcast when you are feeling yuck for some support, inspiration, and some tools. She has lots of good tools. We had a really funny conversation about structure. She cracks me up. 
Um, she was telling me that I have to have structure most days of my life. Um, and that the lack of structure is, um, when things go awry and I tend to be the type of person who wants to just like be carefree and kids don't thrive in that environment. So, um, predictability means less pushback. She says, consistency is your best tool. And I love this advice. She says, strengthen your children's neural pathways by encouraging them to be more flexible in their thinking. And we can teach them to be flexible thinking by pointing out when we're being flexible. You don't want to say, I'm being flexible right now, but I will say things like, oh, I really wanted to go to that movie. I know nobody wants to see it. What movie would you like to see? I'm flexible. We can see something else or we can go bowling. Um, I just want to go do something with you guys. I don't really care what it is. So give me some suggestions and showing them that I can be flexible instead of rigid that I have to see the movie I want at this time. Um, she says we can do stories with our kids. Um, if your kids are younger, you can, you know, tell stories to get your kids thinking more flexibly. And I love that she uses fortunately, unfortunately scenarios in storytelling to help build flexible thinking. Fortunately, he received the present that he wanted for Christmas. Unfortunately, Santa didn't eat the cookies that I left him. Fortunately, I get to eat the cookies. Unfortunately, my mom wasn't so happy with me for eating the cookies. And you just keep telling stories together to get them thinking more flexible. And we want our kids to be flexible thinkers. And if they are rigid in their thinking, they are building neural pathways of rigid thinking. So we want to build new neural pathways of flexible thinking, and we want to reinforce that. Um, so I need to work on that with my children. I love that Dr. Robin Hanley Defoe says one of my favorite lines that she reminded me of, we can do hard things. We need to teach our kids that they can do hard things. And we believe in them being able to do hard things. It is okay to struggle or make mistakes. Stick to it and trust the process. Something we definitely want to teach our children. We had so many more things to say. Let's see what, I have so many notes. So bear with me. I'm trying to follow all my notes on these fabulous, well, on these fabulous women. How comfortable are your children with making mistakes? I love that she asked that question because we want them to be comfortable making mistakes. If they are comfortable mis making mistakes, they will take risks. They will, will learn to be resilient and they will learn to succeed. So when they make mistakes, we don't want to be all over them about the mistakes. We can help with that. Um, we, she says in order to build resilience in our kids, we need to be open with our children about how we problem solve. And I love this so much. I was taught this by a couple of different therapists this year. And what I realized talking to them is what all mothers do is we solve a lot of problems all day long, but we don't talk about it. So our kids don't know. So like learn to talk out loud so they hear you learning to multitask, problem solve, cope. They learn how to do it through what you're saying because you're talking out loud and teaching them. So I will say to my kids, 
oh, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. I need to take a deep breath. I need to slow myself down. And I need to realize that step-by-step, step, this will all get done. So that's modeling coping skills or, oh my goodness, Lily needs to be at dance. Ella needs to be at theater. Max needs to be at wrestling. How am I going to possibly, I can't be in three places at once. I have to ask for help. Who are we going to ask for help? I'm going to text your father and see if your father can help. I'm going to text your grandparents and see if your grandparents can help. Lily, I'm going to text your friend's mom and see if she can help me. And they see that I'm working things out. I'm using supports and we need to talk about it out loud. Um, Dr. Robin also reminds us, we can't just talk to our kids about problems. She says it is important to have normal conversations, normal light conversations to keep our connection with our kids strong. We don't wanna just talk about, do you have homework? Did you get your homework done? Did you eat dinner? Did you take your vitamins? Did you clean your room? Um, how did you do on that test today at school? We don't want that to be our conversations. We wanna have just normal lighthearted conversations. Um, I just heard from my daughter, Lily, that my daughter, Ella, already started watching a show that I wanna watch on Netflix. So I can have a lighthearted conversation about Ella with Ella about this show, see if she likes it, see if she thinks I'll like it, and just try to build in casual conversations into your day with your children, just to keep your connection strong with them because we don't wanna annoy them all the time, nagging them and asking them questions. Uh, I loved Dr. Robin. Again, I love all these women. Um, <sighs> Melissa, Melissa Stecker is one of the favorite people that I have met. One of my favorite people that I have met through doing this podcast, we have become online friends. We don't live near each other, but we certainly talk every week on Facebook. Um, such a pleasure meeting her. And she has had a good effect on my life. She's the organizational master. Um, go find her on Facebook, Hopeful Simplicity. Um, Melissa, I hope I'm remembering that correctly because I'm drawing a blank, but I think I said that right. Um, she she taught, teaches me a lot about organization, teaches me a lot about family functioning. She just keeps, keeps families running more smoothly. One of the things she said is that organization should be done seasonally, which inspired me to go clean out the mudroom of all the summer shoes. So when she told me that on my podcast, I went and cleaned out the, the mudroom. And now the mudroom is slowly filling with winter boots and winter shoes. And all the summer shoes are in everyone's room. So organized by summer, I love that she has shifted me. She, has shift, she wants to shift us from I have to to I need to to we have to, to we need to. So is it really just my job is what she keeps telling me. She keeps reminding me that I have a family team to help me. I need, I need her to keep reminding me of that. I tend to think that I need to do too many things by myself. So um, she says we need to learn to cede control to others. It's a game changer. And we can all be too controlling. Uh, my husband jokes with me about the dishes all the time. I used to give him such a hard time about him doing the dishes wrong. And I'm doing air quotes if you're listening. Um, 
drove him nuts, made him not want to do the dishes. And the more I'm quiet and thankful, the more he wants to do. And that's the same with our kids. If we're quiet and thankful, they will do more. Give them more to do, take stuff off your plate. Remember that we are a home family team. It is not all on us. So Melissa, keep reminding me of that. Um, I love that she keeps a whiteboard of her um, dinner plan for the week. I really need to do that. Um, and then my kids won't say, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? And I will have a plan for the week. So she's getting me more planful and she's getting me to involve my children more. Um, Wendy Pet. Wendy taught me so much. Um, I love that she talks about visualized resistance. Do you know that we don't need to use weights to weight train? Do you know that you can use your body to weight train? And it um, is a way to prevent injury from lifting heavy weights. She talks a lot about the mind and how we can use the mind in our resistance training and create weights in our hands without weights being there. Um, next level living. Are you living your best life? You can live your best life through reach, according to Wendy. Reach is release, exercise, affirm, choose, and heart. We release by letting go of unhealthy emotions attached to a certain habit. Exercise, move more to feel better mentally, physically, and emotionally. Don't you feel better after you exercise? I always do. I just have to make myself do it, and then I feel better. Um, affirm, changing your self-talk vocabulary to affirming and positive thinking. This is something that we all work on every single day is changing our self-talk um, or I work on every day. And I try to encourage others to do that. Choose the choices you make every day, either take you closer to or further away from your goals. Oh, I love that. And heart, where are you coming from in all that you say and do? Do you start in a place of forgiveness? Forgive yourself and others for falling short of perfection. Um, she talks so much about our mindset. She says, mindset is key. The body follows and spirituality is the foundation of it all. Well, Wendy, you inspire me. You gave us so much to think about. Um, let us move on to Andrea Corella. And I love Andrea because she's got my daughter Ella's name in her name. Andrea really inspires me. I love that she talks about boundaries. Boundaries is one of my favorite words because I used to have no boundaries. When a woman honors her time and her boundaries, she reclaims her power. I want to read that line one more time because that's super important. When a woman honors her time and her boundaries, she reclaims her power. I was listening to Lily and her friend talk on the phone and her friend was like, I really don't want to go. I don't know what to do. Should I go? And then they call me into the conversation and Lily's like, can you help her? I don't really know how to help her. And um, I said, listen, your time is valuable. Spend your time doing things you love to do. Think of your time as precious and set boundaries. Don't dismiss your strength when you're struggling, Andrea says, and start with the relationship you have with yourself and it will improve the way you interact with the rest of the world. That is so true, Andrea. Go find her, go find all these women's podcasts because I can't possibly talk about all 
30, 40 minutes of their podcast in this podcast. Josephine Atlery. Josephine, I'm sorry if I just butchered your last name. I should have practiced. Um, Josephine is like, oh, mindfulness and meditation is all I have to say. And I loved so much about what Josephine said, but what I love most is that she reminds us to start small. Because what I said to her, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't meditate. And I said to her, how do I build meditation into my day? And she said, you need to start small and you need to attach it to something um, that is called habit stacking. And we build um, routine habits from um, putting it with something else that we do every day. So for example, you could put it with brushing your teeth. You could put it with, I read before bed every day. So one of the things that I was doing for a while is I was reading journaling, and doing a few minutes of meditation. So that's something that I can build into my evening every day if I want to um, build meditation into my day. And she says it only needs to be a couple minutes. So remember that. Um, I love that she said, learning to let go of have tos and musts in order to make room for meaningful things in your life, just ask yourself, what do I want to do? Not what do I have to do? What do I want to do? Let's move on to Anne-Marie Camarada. Um, I love Anne-Marie. I went to high school with Anne-Marie. We cheerleaded together and I know her very well. She's a wonderful lady. Um, and I am so excited that she is a college admissions consultant. And we are having our first meeting with her tonight about my son. My son is a sophomore. And yes, we are already talking about college. So she's going to guide us through the process. And what I love that she said, she said so many good things. She said a consultant can help bridge the gap between the parent and kid in communication about the college admissions process. And the reason that I bring that up is that sometimes our kids don't want to talk to us. Sometimes they want to talk to someone else and sometimes someone else is more effective with them. Um, so I think Anne-Marie is going to get further with our son and I think he's going to listen to her. Um, not that he won't listen to me, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so don't, um, don't sweat the college admiss admissions process. There are consultants available to help you through it. So thank you, Anne-Marie, for being on my podcast. Um, Steph Richthammer. Oh, Steph, do I love her. Another fabulous lady. Um, Melissa actually hooked us up. And I love when my guests send me other guests. It's so fun. She also <laughs> encourages us to set boundaries. Schedule your self-care and communicate your intentions. This was an awesome conversation that we had. She says the importance, there's an importance in teaching your children to cope without you and problem solve. I love, I love, love, love this. We don't need to be around all the time. We can not be around. Our kids will learn to cope and problem solve without us. And her example was, I remember this conversation so well. She had an exercise class that she was going to and her son was like, I need to be at such and such at such and such time. And it was during her exercise class. I think she had like one exercise 
class scheduled for herself the whole week. And her son was now trying to interrupt it. Now, some mothers, some selfless mothers, and I shouldn't say selfless because we need to take care of ourselves, um, would say, oh, no problem. I'll take you. I'll just be late for my exercise class. And that's not what she said. She said, listen, I can drop you off early or you can find a ride because she's protecting her boundaries. She's protecting herself. There's one thing that she wants to do for herself and she's going to make it happen. And I love that she used that example. And I love that she gave me permission to not always be around for my kids because that's not possible. Um, I can't be around all the time. Yesterday was the perfect example. And I was, I left the house at like 7.40 a.m., and I think I got home at like 8 p.m. Um, I had like a little break in between stuff, but my husband took over and it was a nice day um, doing non-child things. And I love my children. We all love our children, but we all need to do stuff that doesn't involve our children too. So who is next? Oh, there's so many women. I Like I said, I did not take no, I did not talk, I'm not going to talk about all the women from the last hundred episodes, but um, Judy Herman was another wonderful woman that I spoke to. And um, her husband, her ex-husband, she's okay with me saying that, has a bipolar one diagnosis. And she's so candid and talking about that and talking about the struggles that she had with him. And um, unfortunately their marriage did ultimately break up, but she learned so much through the process. And the reason why I'm bringing Judy up is because she has one of the greatest lines that I want to pass on to you. She says, you can't do the work for them. If your significant other has a mental illness, we can't fix them. They have to do the work. They have to fix themselves. We can support them. We can ask them how we can support them. Like, how can I support you best? But we can't fix it for them. So thank you, Judy, for sharing your stories and for giving us such amazing advice. Um, another one was Beth Syverson. And her son struggles with um, a drug addiction. And hearing her talk about her struggles with him was really eye-opening for me because she was one of those mothers who was like, oh, my kid would never do that. You know how like we just think our, we think our, I don't know if you're one of those people. Um, I'm certainly one of those people like, oh, my kid would never have a drug problem. I would never think that that would come up. I'm going to knock on wood that it never comes up. But she really was very open and honest about her struggles with him um, when he was doing well, when he wasn't doing well. And what I want to pass on to all of you, in case your kids or your spouse or you are struggling with this, is that she says, um, it's not, recovery is not linear. It's up and down and up and down. And um, I'm going to keep moving because I'm going to have to leave soon to get my child. Um, Melinda Jenis, her episode was called Include Me. And um, I love that she talked about inclusion. That is a huge word right now in school. Um, I just sat in meetings all day at school yesterday and inclusion came up a million times. And she tells us that how we can include all children is that 
we can ask the questions. We can ask like, for example, I just saw my friend today at the grocery store and her child has Down syndrome. I have not asked her questions. Ask the hard questions. If you don't know how to include someone or you don't know what to do, ask. I know that sounds so simple, but we don't do it. So she kind of gave me permission to do that. And um, she has so much to say. I'm running out of time, so I'm moving on. Who is next? Who is next? Dr. Dana McNeil. Oh, I love talking about marriage. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, I've done so many marital trainings. One of my favorite things to learn about. Um, Dana, Dr. Dana says that couples who use the Gottman method improve their relationship over 86%. If you don't know who, who John Gottman is, go look him up. Um, go look up the four horsemen to your marriage. We want to avoid the four horsemen. Um, one of the four horsemen contempt, she says, the most dangerous pattern we can get in as couples is being contemptuous with each other. That is the most dangerous of the four horsemen. So go read about the four horsemen and take them out of your marriage. Um, one of them is stonewalling, which my husband absolutely hates. Um, I get really quiet and he really doesn't like it. So I need to learn to, to come out of my shell. I'm protecting myself in my shell. And um, unfortunately it's called stonewalling because I'm not talking. Um, I have to get myself to come out of my shell and communicate with my husband um, so that I'm not doing one of the four horsemen because that is not good for your marriage. So I recommend look at what you're doing in your marriage. Look at if you're doing any of the four horsemen and get rid of it. Um, Dr. Mar Maggie Vaughn was another one where we focused on marriage and she said so many things, but what I highlighted here is you need to make sure you're taking moments to connect with your partner and connecting is so many different things. Um, my husband loves when we find a show together that we like, he loves to read the books that I read so he can connect to me and talk to me about books. Um, we love to go for walks together. I was just thinking today that we need to make a date. We haven't had a date in a long time. Um, so just make sure you're building in connection in your day with your partner, even little things. When I grab his hand, when I kiss him hello, when I ask him how he's doing, um, we get so lost in the kids that sometimes we can forget about our husband. So don't forget about your spouse. Don't forget about yourself. Um, go listen to my podcast. Um, I have to cut myself off because I have to go pick up my son. Um, I have so much more that I would love to share with you. But those are just some, a few of the highlights from the last hundred episodes. Um, it has been way, way, way too fun. Um, awesome providing this for you. Um, I want to do a couple reminders before I take off. Um, come find me on Facebook. I have a Whiny Palooza Mom Facebook group. It's free. And I really am building this space for um, a safe space for us to share our struggles with each other. Um, I give some tips. I do some challenges and give away prizes. And I really want us to share our strengths with each other because we can learn from each other. So come find my group. Um, I have heard women talk about how um, podcasts are free. 
and um, how you can tip people is you can leave a wonderful rating and review um, that gets it seen by more people and is really beneficial to me. So I would love for you to do that. Um, that is kind of a tip that you can leave for podcasts. And um, I know I had other things I wanted to share with you. Um, I have a second Winey Palooza book coming out soon. And I have a Winey Palooza Summit, my first one coming out in January. So please look for that and join me. Um, I'm going to have, I believe eight to 10, I have to go look at the schedule, eight to 10 women over two days speaking on awesome topics. So I can't wait. And I'm going to speak too. Um, so thank you again for 200 episodes. I so appreciate every single one of you. I appreciate being able to provide this for you. This is so much fun for me and I love it so much. So a genuine thank you from me to you. And this is Rebecca Green reminding everyone to spend every day laughing, learning, and loving. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.